It's time for school days. Help for moms and dads of school-age kids. I tell parents, you're like a training wheel on a bike. Your job isn't to make the bike move. Your job is to keep the bike upright. Those of us who are the true educators, we really want to be given the opportunity to educate the whole child. We can get free college degrees based on all of the opportunities that are out here and available to our students. Oftentimes, as parents, I think we want to protect our kids. But I think one of the greatest gifts we can give them is allow them to experience adversity. Yes. Here are your hosts, David and Danita Bailey. Well, good morning. Welcome to School Days. I'm Danita Bailey. And I'm David Bailey. Kindness is something that seems to be in short supply these days. Back in the day, as my kids would say about my long gone childhood, we heard a lot about the golden rule, which is do unto others as you would have them do unto you. My mom used to tell me that all the time. But in an age where we have road rage and politicians picking fights at the highest levels of our government, mass shootings that are becoming a regular part of our news cycle, it can be hard to figure out how to raise our kids to rise above the fray in such an increasingly volatile environment. But we can all say that we need to see more kindness. So what do you remember being taught about kindness when you were little? Nothing. Not one thing? <laughs> No, not really. Um, I mean, I had siblings, but they were so much older than me that I was essentially like an only child, so I didn't have to really share or... You didn't have to be kind? <laughs> no, I didn't. <laughs> and I not at least to them? Yeah, I mean, in school, you know, I had you know, some issues with students at school, mm-hmm. um, but um, no, I don't really remember much of anything being told to me about being kind you know treat people the way you want to be treated but mm-hmm. that's that do unto others sort of thing yeah that that's about it for me mm-hmm. what about you I, I really don't remember a whole lot to be real honest i remember them saying you know kind of just be respectful that was a big thing and you know don't embarrass the family <laughs> <laughs> don't do anything out in the don't, public that yeah, will embarrass the family. Don't shame the family name. Yes, don't shame the family name. Um, and that that was kind of it. But, you know, we've we've tried pretty hard to teach our kids to be kind. Yes. What are some of the things that that you can remember that we've done with the kids in particular? Um, well, I mean, when they, it's something like, they struggle the most when they get in close proximity <laughs> to one another. To one another, like summertime? Yeah. Yes, mm-hmm. all day, and they just get tired of each other. Um, and sometimes I just say, you know what? If you have nothing nice to say, just don't speak. Yeah. You heard that growing up, didn't you? If you have nothing nice to say, don't say anything at all? I, I, yes, yes, I did. Yes, I heard that at the time. Yeah. Probably because yeah. I was not saying nice things a lot. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you know, so, I mean, we just, you know, show them, and sometimes when they – either receive something back that they've done to somebody else then they get it um or if they're called out by somebody else that's not in the family they get it Mm -hmm. a lot of times as well so sometimes it takes they seem to be a little more loose with each other than they are outside of the family yeah and so you know we say you know whatever you would do out in public you need to do the same thing at home so right because it's very easy to well i don't know if it's easy but it's it's easier to be kind to people outside the house than it is you know with the people that you live with uh, that's right <laughs> don't look at me like that <laughs> you, you, you're the one laughing with this uh, maniacal laugh over here <laughs> i'm just saying so you know what chrissy does when the boys are acting up with one another hmm. she starts singing the kindness song 
Oh yeah, the Ephesians four thirty two. Yeah, I, how's, how's that, that go, babe? Hit it, babe. You brought it up. I, I thought right. about bringing it up, but you brought it up. Oh, so you not, thought about it? Yeah, but now you got to sing it. Hit it. Okay. And a one and I a made two. This one and up. A, hit it, babe. Be kind to one another. Ephesians four thirty two. Mm-hmm. I'm not singing the whole thing. <laughs> oh, fine. Fine. Okay. Okay. Well, yeah. So we are definitely in a society where we have a lack of that sometimes, and. Um, we, we need to, as parents, be the ones who can help our kids <coughs> bring more kindness into the future, I think. Oh, yeah. And, you know, we'll talk about it a little bit later. But, you know, I see the effects of it when it doesn't happen at school. Yeah. Um, it can be quite devastating. Yeah. Yeah. With, with the kids. And so. Yeah. Well, before we go any further, let me just say that it does take a village. If you hear a great parenting tip or nugget of advice, share it with your parent friends. Facebook it, Instagram it, tweet it, link it in, and add the hashtag School Days Show and hashtag I Am School Days. And we want you to be a part of the show. So if you have any questions or comments, give us a call at 214-431-5062. So, Dave, who do we have with us today? So uh, I'd like to welcome Esther Scott. Uh, she is a life coach and certified crisis intervention responder. She has earned a double bachelor's in arts in psychology and business administration and a master's in mental health. She has served as director for the Navy Marine Corps Relief Society in Italy, Greece, Bahrain, and as uh, director uh, for the Family Services Department of Catholic Charities in Fort Worth. Currently, she is in private practice uh, at Mending Clinic in Arlington and volunteers for the City of Arlington with the Mayor's Office as a Community Relations Commission member. She, uh, her emphasis with the Mayor's Office is on promoting the Kindness Initiative. Uh, and Esther holds a deep passion for helping individuals find the best in themselves and others as she believes kindness is the essential ingredient in achieving that goal. So thank you, Esther, for being here. We're really glad you're here today. Thank you for having me. Absolutely. And we also have Dr. Von Peaks. He's the author and p- possesses a doctorate of religious psychiatry. Psych- Philosophy. Philosophy, sorry. <laughs> he serves as the senior pastor of Good News International Christian Center, a non denominational church located in Arlington, Texas. Globally, he covers and oversees a host of other pastors in several nations through the Good News Ministerial Network. He has further served as chairman of a community development corporation in Ohio, a nonprofit agency specializing in low-income housing and education. Dr. Peaks has met and prayed for leaders of nations, judges, and served as spiritual counsel to heads of city governments. Currently, he helps to serve the city of Arlington as chairman of the community relations commission as a champion for the kindness initiative so welcome to you guys both thanks so much for being here well thank you thanks for having us so let's go ahead and jump right in tell us what the (coughs) kindness (coughs) initiative is Oh, sure. The Kindness Initiative is, is something, it's a group of ideas that have come together for us to promote this. And what we're looking for is to involve the schools, to involve the businesses, to involve the citizens. It's just promoting this feel good for the community. And what we're seeing is that these initiatives are popping all over the world, not only in in the United States, which there are several cities already doing it, but also around the world. And it's because 
kindness pay, which is what Dr. Peaks like to say. And this is what we're trying to do, the kindness initiatives for Arlington to be able to perform and report what we are doing that is kind. And so this is something that was developed by Mayor Jeff Williams. Why was this even something that he felt like was important to do? Mayor Williams went to a mayor's conference a couple of years back and uh, met several mayors across the nation. Two in particular jumped out at him, the mayor of Sacramento, California, and the mayor of um, uh, Louisville, Kentucky. The two of them had implemented an initiative in the city that uh, literally turned their cities upside down. Mm. They, they were suffering uh, with high crime, uh, excess drug use, a number of social woes. And so they implemented uh, this thing called kindness into uh, the activity of the city and they just begin to see major changes take place. The negative numbers begin to go down. The, the uh, quality of life begin to uh, go to another place. And so Mayor Williams made his way back to Arlington and said, I, I have to have this, I have to have this. So he reassembled the Community Relations Commission. Our primary objective is the kindness initiative, but there are, there are other things that we're doing in this city as well. Uh, so uh, he assembled, he and, and council came together. Uh, each council member had the opportunity to select some people from their district. And then the mayor also did some appointing himself. And uh, we began to look at this thing and see how we could get this out into the city. And so we have, we have a number of things underway that we'll get a chance to get into here with you this morning. All right. And so how has the Kindness Initiative impacted the city of Arlington specifically? Well, to, to be honest, our, our first year, uh, we sort of sat there and twiddled our thumbs. <laughs> uh, it, it's, it's like, okay, what do, you, what do you do with this? How do you sell kindness? Right. right. Uh, how do you get people to buy into this? And, and it, was a, it was a real challenge. Hmm. Um, and uh, a, a year in, I was called by the mayor. Um, our, our, our chair was called on to greater things, and uh, he asked me to take the, the chair seat on this thing. And um, I, I almost told him no, hmm. to be completely honest, uh, because we just still didn't quite know what to do. Um, but I, I, I did something uh, uh, really out there in space. I began to pray. <laughs> and uh, and a, a download came on uh, how to begin to get this out. And, and what I heard was, was to go after the culture. Go after the culture because culture is powerful. Culture is so strong. Culture is more powerful than law. Hmm. Culture can change law for the good or the bad. Mm -hmm. Culture is powerful. So uh, just a, a, a number of ideas begin to come to mind. We begin to implement these as we begin to inject this thing into, into our culture. Uh, as you were saying earlier, we are developing a, a city, a nation that's becoming uh, more and more hostile. Right. Uh, uh, common courtesies are, are just being pushed to the side. Everyone's focused on themselves. Uh, but if you can establish something in the culture, and culture in its simple simplest definition is just a way of behaving. It's a way of do doing things, if you will. And if we could get this thing injected into Arlington culture to say that this is who we are, 
This is how we act. This is how we conduct ourselves. Uh, you could then begin to see the city turn around. Uh, so as Esther mentioned, um, the plan uh, just begin to, to come together and we begin to go after the corporations. Mm. We begin to go after the businesses. Uh, I sat down with the Texas Rangers, some of the heads at the Rangers, and uh, uh, they came on board. I uh, sat down with the AISD superintendent uh, because it became clear that we needed to go after the children. Um, <clears throat> one thing about this is that uh, if you don't get it into them young, uh, you know, they, they, they grow up and become a problem later. Right. Uh, so we, we very much wanted to get into the schools. And uh, so Dr. Cavazas uh, loved the, the whole premise, loved the idea, came on board. Uh, we've got kindness zones that are being established in all of the schools. Um, we're, we're going in and we are identifying children that are committing acts of kindness and uh, uh, meeting with their principals, their counselors, and uh, we're, we're, we're going in, in in the way of a pep rally or an assembly, and we're uh, calling these kids out in front of their peers, <laughs> and we're making a big deal out of these acts of kindness that they're committing. It seems that uh, the, the press loves to go after the negative actions and the negative behaviors. And while we, we have to call attention uh, to acts of kindness when we see those carried out as well. Right. Uh, so we'll, we'll call the student out and we'll read uh, uh, what's been given to us through the, through the principle, the acts of kindness that they've committed. And uh, uh, we take in with us the police. The police are on board with us. We take the fire department in with us. Uh, we take the Texas Rangers in with us. We take Parks Mall in with us, and we go in in full force. The um, the AISD um, uh, uh, um, trustees go in with us, and we're making a big deal over these kids that are doing these tremendous things. And uh, as Esther mentioned a minute ago, one thing the Lord said to me was, he said, you know, um, this this word is really not held in high esteem. It's really not. Right. It's really not valued. He said. So you have to add value to this. You have to add value to this. And now we know that you know kindness is its own reward. Uh, but children kind of identify with something a little more tangible. And so uh, in calling these children out and and. Um, recognizing them in front of their peers. Uh, we then give them certificates that are signed by the mayor. We, we, we let them know that City Hall is talking about you. City Hall <laughs> is aware of you and the things that you're doing. The Texas Rangers are there to give them free tickets to ball games. Nice. Uh, there you go. Uh, that gets their attention. That gets their, <laughs> that gets their attention. We have restaurants that come in with us that, that uh, uh, give them and teachers. We're also flagging teachers, too, yeah. that are putting curriculum in place and doing things within their schools that are reaching the community and that are doing wonderful things right there in the school. Uh, teachers are getting uh, uh, free certificates to restaurants. Parks Mall comes in with us. We identify a class that stands out in that school as, uh, as the, 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 the class that's really sort of displaying this thing called kindness. Parks Mall comes in and gives that class a free skating party at Parks Mall. Nice. Oh, wow. Chick-fil-A comes with us and says there's nothing, a, a skating party is not a skating party without a good lunch. We're going to take care of that <laughs> for you. 
And so we go in full force, uh, adding value to this thing and uh, uh, show that kindness is valuable and that it, it has a reward attached. So uh, this has, uh, uh, these are just some things that we have underway, some things taking place. Uh, I'll give Esther a chance to jump in here in just a minute. She does a excellent job, too, at sharing how uh, kindness actually has an effect on the mind. Yes. It actually has a, physi- a physiological effect on the mind, and we give her an opportunity to share that. Uh, uh, when we go in to speak to the to the students as well, that's awesome. Let me give let me ask you a question. You mentioned the kindness zones. What's that? Uh, a kindness zone is uh, sort of what we came up with first. I, I de- developed a sign, and I'm going to leave one here with you guys as oh, well. Oh, I love that. This is now officially a, a, a kindness can I zone. See that? Can you hold that up? To I'm going to hold that up to the camera. The, to right the camera. All right. If you're watching online, these are going up all over town. Um, they're being placed in every one of the schools. We just had a delivery made uh, to AISD headquarters that there are, uh, and, and they're quite large. We have them in different sizes, but the ones going into the schools are quite large, and the school itself is becoming a zone. There are you know, many types of zones out there. There are construction zones. There are weapon-free zones. And, and uh, so what just came to me you know, was why not establish kindness zones, hmm. places where uh, uh, those who have embraced the vision uh, can then set up this communication, this sign that continues to communicate that says when you come in here, you can expect a different culture. You can expect to be treated well. You can, you can expect to uh, uh, be respected here. Uh, uh, you can expect tolerance here. And so um, the schools are picking these up, as I mentioned. Businesses are picking these up. They're going into all the libraries. They're going into the rec centers. They're going into all the parks. And uh, as we partner with, with more and more businesses, they're, they're catching the vision and, and getting these established as well. Parks Mall, the entire Parks Mall, you'll see these plastered at different places now through the mall as the mall uh, has just championed with us and has become an ambassador with us in this initiative. Uh, If you go into the bathroom in Parks Mall, you'll see a sign and they're saying that this is is the environment that we want here at the mall. Put those in a couple of toilet stalls. In the toilet stalls, yes. Well... We- oh, I'm sorry, but I'm very I'm sorry. <laughs> no, I expect it now. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm just saying. Right, I'm sorry. But they are there as uh, as a communicator uh, to say this is who we want. This is what we want Arlington to become. This is who we want to be, and it communicates to our residents as well as to our uh, visitors. Arlington gets now over 16 million visitors a year. Mm. Wow. Uh, And so we want them to run into this standard when they come here. So the, the trolleys that are now moving through the entertainment district have these signs on the inside. And uh, I was just speaking with our sign guy earlier this morning. We're getting ready to put some on the outside as well. (coughs) And so that communication will be traveling through the streets saying, this is who we are. This is who we are. Uh, the electronic billboards, there are three here in Arlington, also have these signs mm-hmm. that come up periodically, once again, to continue to communicate that this is who we want to be. Uh, we want Arlington, while it's growing, it's prospering, uh, we want it to be a great place to live for uh, our, our residents and uh, as well as our visitors. Our businesses 
are beginning to understand that without this element, it doesn't matter how great your product is. People are not coming back. Mm-hmm. You, you remove kindness from a city, a school, a, 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 a business, a nation. Mm-hmm. It'll start to devour itself from yeah. the inside. And, and we're beginning to see that yeah, we are. on so many sides. Uh, but we're declaring that uh, uh, that won't be the narrative for Arlington. Yeah. Uh, so we are going after this with a vengeance. Uh, again, with the police, the police are on board with us. The uh, police are out at Parks Mall, and we've partnered with them. As I mentioned, they go in with us into the schools. Uh, but uh, uh, we've also designed some stickers out at Parks Mall. And so the police out there aren't just looking for shoplifters and people that are creating issues. They're now looking for kids that are committing acts of kindness. Nice. That's great. And they're rewarding them with these stickers. Mm. And uh, uh, we're, we're still working on, uh, on the other side of that, where, they, where they'll be able to then to go and redeem those stickers at various stores and get, uh, say, a free cookie or a free French fry or something like that. Right. Uh, because once again, we, we have to add value to this. Yeah, absolutely. We, we have to show that kindness is valuable. Mm-hmm. And our, our children are picking this up. Our, our schools, we now have the schools calling us, asking, can we be next? Mm-hmm. Can we be next? Mm-hmm. As we go in with full force with drums and, and music and, and drill teams and, wow. and all of that, making this thing a big deal. We have to make it a big deal. And uh, there are a couple of campuses in particular, Corey Elementary and Piercy Elementary. One of our, um, uh, 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 one of the persons with us now on the commission is the principal of Piercy Elementary. And uh, she was sort of in the forefront with uh, helping us to get this thing launched. And uh, those two campuses are, are just tremendous. They're, they're delightful places to go to and to hear the superintendent, Dr. Gavasas, speak highly. He actually said to me, I love going to those schools. The environment there is just so cool. Uh, well, they designed curriculum around kindness, uh, reading, writing, and arithmetic uh, in and of itself is not getting this done. And as, as educators yourself, you know, it's becoming more and more difficult to teach. My daughter's also an educator. She just wrapped up her master's and she comes home with stories every day about issues, issues, issues. Mm-hmm. And uh, largely at the core is the lack of this K word. Yeah. And if we can just get that thing injected, we can begin to turn a lot of this around. Let me ask you this. We had um, someone on the show with the Link Initiative that's out of TCU. And what they do is they bring more play into schools. But in addition to that, they add a character element to that. So um, that there's been some pushback from some different districts because, you know, with the testing and the importance of that, with the state testing and the scores and things like that, there's been so much focus on math and reading and the scores that people have not wanted to add this program in sometimes. So what is the value of doing that? And how would that impact the schools if we focus 
a little bit more, take a little bit of time away from the core curriculum and add a character piece in like kindness. Yeah, and what we see is that math and reading and writing is very important. But what is really going to make a person successful is those skills that come through character, like kindness, compassion, respect, and those other things. And so while we need to learn how to read and write and all that, the most important thing that we need to learn is how to relate to one another. Because we're going to be in an office, we're going to be in an environment with other people. And if we don't know how to communicate our emotions or how to manage our emotions, we're going to be in deep trouble in success as a professional and success at a, at a personal life, mm-hmm. at a personal level. And so what we see is that through teaching character at the school, along with the math and reading and writing that we need, is the best combination to have a successful community, to have a healthy community, to have a happy community. So even though people are kind of have focused on the math what we see is there are people that have everything they're successful financially they're successful at every level and yet they're not happy to the point that they're experiencing depression to the point that they're thinking it's not worth living Mm. because they did not develop that internal which is what we call the emotional learning if you don't have that connection the social emotional learning is just as important as math and reading and writing, and they have to come together. So I think that what we're trying to do is present those things in a way that is not either or, but that is balanced, because mm-hmm. we cannot trade one for, for another. They cannot be mutually exclusive. We need to have both to be successful and to be happy. Right, and Dr. Peek said that you, you go into the schools and one of the things that you talk about is the science of kindness and what it does to your brain. So tell us kind of some of the things that you mentioned Oh to my them. goodness, this is my favorite part. And it's that the warm and kind of feeling that we feel inside is not just in our heads. It's actually in our chemical substance in Mm. the brain. But we don't pay attention to that. And what we notice is that there's three particular hormones that get involved in when we do an act of kindness, when we perform an act of kindness, which is dopamine, which we call or is known as the happy juice, is what some people try (laughs) to find in other things, right? Right. Maybe... (laughs) Unhealthy ways, but your brain produces it naturally when we do an act of kindness. I do counseling from the faith perspective, and that tells me that we are a creation, and we were designed and created that when we do something, it was the designer's idea that it's not good for us to be alone. It is mm-hmm. the designer's idea that he put us in community. So when we are helping one another, there's a reward that Dr. Peaks was mentioning before. That is the reward that we need when we're bringing those things externally is just to have a tangible way to say this is what's happening inside so we have the dopamine that is flowing in your brain immediately and it happens also when you just hear about it when you witness this we have serotonin and serotonin I have a tendency to say it in Spanish because I am, Spanish is my first (laughs) language. So (laughs) some people say serotonin, but I'm going to call serotonin, right? (laughs) And what it does, we call that the healing serum. It's it's what helps you heal. When you have surgery or one of your kids fall and scrape their knees, the serotonin is what is going to come and do the healing for them. It has a lot of other functions, beneficial functions to us, but I just want to focus on that healing process. And then we have oxytocin, which is what we call the love 
milk potion. It's the, the hormone that mothers release when they're breastfeeding. It's what makes us trust. It's what makes us friendly. It's what makes us feel good. And so we make that connection. The blood pressure actually it slows down, and so the mom can connect that. Then when we are adult, it's what makes us fall in love. When we see somebody kind, Oh, immediately we go for oh. that person. And so <laughs> there you go. Thanks, babe. You <laughs> so you had a lot of oxytocin flowing when you met each other, and somehow you got attracted. She had so more for me, though, initially. <laughs> we'll, go to, we'll go to another story. You can't see me rolling my eyes. <laughs> <laughs> it's the truth. Anyway, you go. Right. So those things are happening for us as we are doing an act of kindness. Now, as we have mentioned about society and how we're changing, for instance, opening the door for somebody makes those juice flow. However, these days, we cannot just hold the door open for somebody. There's security reasons. There's a batch that you need to slide. You don't know who is coming. And also, the doors now open and close automatically. <laughs> so you don't have to do that. So that opportunity has been taken for us. So we're not exercising. We're not allowing the brain to produce that because even the simple thing has been removed. So we got to be creative and finding ways that we can be kind with one another. And what I tell my clients all the time is allow people to help you mm. because when people have an opportunity to come and help That's like for so instance nice. sometimes we're carrying something heavy and they say can I help you go oh, oh I got it I can barely open the door but I said I got it so what happens is I just stop the brain for that person to produce this happy juice and also my brain from experiencing because remember that an act of kindness has the positive effect not only on the person uh, effect not only on the person that does it but also in the person that receives it and the person that witnesses or hears about it. So this has been limited just because I said, I got it. Why do we do that? Do you know I did that when I was in labor? Uh -huh. My husband <laughs> dropped me off at the front door. I am in a lot of pain and my water has broken. And somebody asked me if I needed help in and I said no. <laughs> <laughs> That's crazy. I love that you tell your clients, let people help you because sometimes we get either prideful or we don't want to bother someone mm -hmm. or just allow people to experience yeah. the act of kindness and you to get the help that yes you also if you just if you would have said yes to that because kindness also reduces pain it's a natural <laughs> See? Mm. and i would have gotten to my epidural <laughs> faster exactly so your pain would have been reduced <laughs> wow so uh, do you find that people are resistant to acts of kindness being done i mean we talked about it but like um, well, i guess what i'm getting at is are people leery of someone being kind to them? Do you see people with their guards up? Like, can mm -hmm. I take your, if let's say you're going to, to the grocery store and say, can I take your groceries for you? Um, are people afraid you're going to knock them upside the head or, or just kind of, are people just kind of. Or take their stuff. Take their groceries. Right. And, and run, <laughs> you know, or say, break yourself, fool. Give me, you know, so um, how, what have you observed in, in that space? Yes, we have seen that. And it has to do with the fact that we have moved away from those acts of kindness. And unfortunately, we're not sure, even when we want to help in the road, like for instance, we see somebody with a flat tire and we want to help, but we're not sure, is this really a flat tire or mm. is this somebody just wanting me to stop so that they can do something? Mm. So 
fear comes in. And when fear comes in, we are more hesitant to do those acts of kindness. Mm -hmm. In fact, there is a verse that says that where love is, fear cannot stay. We have to exchange those feelings. So either I'm afraid or I'm trusting and then I'm going to be helpful. Mm -hmm. And so what we see is that, yes, people are fearful that is this real? And also we're in a culture and a society where we feel that we have to do it ourselves. And so we're also hesitant that if we allow somebody to help us, it means that I can't do it. And remember that we encourage do it yourself, you do it yourself. We are also in a society that tells us that there is nothing for free. If you want to help me, what's the catch? Are you really trying mm. to help me? Or is it? And so we go a little deeper. But with the daily just um, exercise of can I open the door for you? Can I hold this? Can I do that? I encourage them, do it. And then for the fearful situation, depending on your background, if you're going to help somebody, just go for it. And the Lord is going to take care of the rest if you're a person of faith. If you do not have that, then just look at worst case scenario. Is it worth it? And if it is, go for it because fear stops us from accomplishing lots of things, not only professional or in life, but mm. even the little things that is going to make an impact on our daily life. Just today, when you do something um, kind, you feel good. Like if you're the first one to say hello, even if the person didn't respond back, guess what? you feel good. And so when you're in a good mood, it's probably because there has been those little things of kindness that you've been doing that you're not even aware. And the same is true. If we do not practice that, then we're going to have a day where we feel like everything is going wrong. Because now, remember, the brain is like a camera. And so we're zooming in what is not going well. And we're mm -hmm. going to find more of those because we're on the alert. Oh, I can't believe I ran into a red light or the traffic was so heavy. I'm running late. I'm not going to say hello. The, the elevator just left without me. So we're going to start looking at all those little negative things that are happening. And by the end of the day, we're going to say, oh, I had a terrible day. Day When in reality is that we were actually on the alert for those negative things and we forgot to get out of that. Yeah. yeah Let's it, just take a, I'm oh, sorry, take a quick break and say uh, that if you have any questions or comments for our guests, give us a call at 214-431-5062. Go ahead. Uh, so a couple of things I've just have observed, um, just in little things like when I go into a store and I ask the people that work there, you know, when you walk into a store, welcome to blah, blah, blah. And I always say hi back, you know, hi, welcome. But I'll watch people just walk right on by. And I ask, I ask the guys that work there, how often do you get that? They just ignore you, like straight up just ignore you as if you didn't even exist. And they say, you know what, we just kind of don't worry about it. Uh, I was just talking, well, there was somebody uh, the other day I came across and she was looking at some stuff for our foundation and I said, hi. <laughs> <laughs> she, didn't even look, she didn't even look up at me. I don't think and people expect it. Mm -hmm. Right. They expect yeah. to be noticed or And so she came back acknowledged. again. Yeah, she came back again. I said, hi. And like, you know, well, <laughs> okay, well, um. And she just kind of want mosey on off. I'm, I'm thinking, do, do you even hear the words that are coming out of my mouth? <laughs> yeah, and uh, I, I think that people are not used to that. <coughs> so when we moved from one, one city to another, uh, we were kind of taken aback by the lack of communication mm. david and i are pretty friendly people probably a little overly friendly yeah and so we expect people to you know be courteous and kind and you know we were t we'd speak to our neighbors and they would just kind of look at us like what's your problem <laughs> <laughs> yeah so i have a, i have a question though about 
what you would recommend to your child if kindness does not work for them? Because some people that you don't elicit the response that you want. So what do you say to them? Yeah, one of the things that I tell the parents that come to see us at Mending Clinic is that kindness is like a seed. You plant it, and even though you don't see anything on the upper level, actually it is taking root. There mm. is something that is happening. Because remember, before it comes out of the ground, is take working deeper so it's going deeper mm -hmm. so when we're training our kids to be kind and we don't see that respond because then they're going to be discouraged i say hello and nobody say hello back to me right so but what we said is that when we're doing those acts of kindness it's not for us it's for them yeah we're doing mm -hmm. something nice for it's them it's not about us nope so what they do with that That's it doesn't good. matter and also if this person doesn't have the experience or is not expecting that you're going to say hello they're going to go oh is he talking to me <laughs> mm, i don't know what to <laughs> and say why? right why, why is he saying hello to me he doesn't know me right, right. and yeah. so but they're going to take that with them and now when they see somebody else or when they are ready they're going to say hi because they remember oh they're they're very friendly here everybody's saying hello mm -hmm. everybody has a smile and so they're going to start learning that so know that the seed is taking root and we need to prepare our kids to know that you're not going to see it immediately mm -hmm. but also remember that we're not doing it for us we're doing it for your friend That's that good. seems sad or we're doing it for this neighbor another way to practice um, kindness with kids in particular this is falling a little bit <laughs> Is that like, for instance, when we see an accident on the road, I have a tendency, like I totally disagree with using your phone when you're in your car. That's a personal view of mine. So when there's a beautiful day, a sunny day, and there's no rain and there's nothing, and I see somebody that crash against the wall, my immediate thought is like, he was probably changing the radio or he was looking at his phone, right? Because my brain is trying to make sense what happened here. But instead of that, what if we just say, oh, if our kids are with us in our car, I hope that that person is okay. Mm -hmm. If you're a person of faith, let's say a prayer for this person. Mm -hmm. It doesn't take but a word because the Lord hears it and your children are listening that you're not judging, wondering, was he looking at the phone? Was he changing the radio? Forget about that and just be constantly reminding your kids about kindness. Now they're absorbing that. And when they see an accident, they don't know the people that are in the car, but they're gonna say, a prayer they're going to send a kind thought and that has a powerful effect on the people who are in the accident even if they never hear it and on your child and on you for having taught your child that yeah you know you never know what people are going through right. or and, right. you know people have there are a lot of hardened people just from life you know when think about like if you rub up against your skin at a certain point over and over again it builds up a callus mm -hmm. yes um, and so one drop of water on a callus isn't going to take it away or, you know, running something over something that's been baked onto, let's say, a dish. It has to be soaked and massaged. Mm -hmm. And, you know, over time, that's it. those things, you know, hearts are lightened. So, again, to your point, you can't take it personally. Um, another aside thought, uh, you know, my wife knows I'm, I'm the guy that does the... the the unscripted questions uh, but I was thinking about like with our we have two boys and a girl and with our sons we're trying to teach them how to be gentlemen uh, for ladies uh, particularly with my wife and with our daughter because our daughter is the youngest um, and so um, how does this culture of kindness relate between males and females in particular and how do we build a culture in our young boys 
of learning how to respect women uh, in school um, because all types of stuff, people saying just crazy stuff in general and they think it's no big deal and maybe they don't have a role model at home or maybe they've seen some things um, to show, no, this is not how you treat a woman. And then vice versa, you know, sometimes, you know, uh, girls can pop off on, on guys, you know, and, and be disrespected back. So what are your thoughts on how to create a culture uh, within schools um, with students um, and just creating that culture of kindness and respect and guys learning how to open, open a door for a young lady, you know? And can you do that in school? I mean, you, you can. <laughs> I feel like... That would not be well received. I'm not well, saying it's no, not a bad no, thing. No, I'm, I mean, I'm not saying I'm saying <laughs> I'm doing this to you because you're a girl, but just do it. We I have, know. I'm just saying it might not be well received. Go ahead. We have we have principals now that are doing just that. Mm -hmm. uh, hmm. as, as we're going in with this message, they're, they're teaching the children how to respect one another. Mm. Uh, boy to girl, girl to boy, they're teaching them this. They're, they're realizing that uh, they're, they're, they're not going to be able to teach the way they want until this foundation is, right. is put in place. And this, this is one of the fruits of the Spirit, you know, and, and uh, the, the further and further away we get from the, 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 the things of God, we're going to deal with more issues like this. Uh, yeah. So this, this allows us to come in and deal with this particular fruit, and I think fruit is the, uh, is the operative word there. Uh, we, we heard that when an act is committed, a seed is planted, at some point, the fruit will come. Uh, yeah. It, it, fruit, fruit doesn't come right away. It takes time. And this effort that we're engaged in as well, is it's, it's going to take some time uh, as it begins to permeate. Uh, but we have uh, some, some teachers now that are, have really embraced this and are, are gauging this, engaging this in the classroom. And That's where good. the children are doing things for one another. Uh, for the school and even for people outside of the school. Uh, so it is it is taking place. Modeling yeah. is so important. Indeed. And, you know, the, the <clears throat> male teachers that we have in the schools can do a lot to mentor the young men. I'm sure that you had plenty of opportunity to do that in your um, experience in education. Yeah. Yeah, and I think that to go to the point of whether will that be accepted in school because we're uh, changing a little bit and we're trying to do this equality and um, and things. But what we're looking at, I mean, I like to use analogies because I think that people relate well to analogies. Yeah. Like for instance, when we lay out the red carpet at Hollywood for the movie premiere, right? What we're indicating is, ooh, you're a superstar. You're so important. We're gonna open the door for you, and somebody's gonna carry the umbrella in your place, and you're gonna walk through the red carpet right so when we're in school and we're treating each other with disrespect particularly if it's a boy towards a girl what it's saying is not that you can't do it it's not that I need to hold the door because you can't open it is that I'm holding the door because you are a superstar because you are all this and I want to show you my respect for being a girl for whatever reason yeah. may be that I'm opening this for you just like we would do for a friend when we're with friends whether it's a boy or a guy we hold the door for, for them as a sign of appreciation as a sign of wanting to help so when we focus what are we trying to do what we're trying to do is to show how special you are to me that I am going to be last and I'm going to let you go first it's the red carpet of courtesy when wow, I hold the door good. for a girl and so we can't argue about well I can do it myself 
you do it all you want, but this just means that you're special to me and I want to hold the door for you. It doesn't mean that you can do it. Also, from that design perspective, when we have this male and female and we're going with that initial original design that from the faith perspective I approach, it's saying that if we're a helper, for you to be a helper, you need to be qualified. It doesn't mean that you need help. It actually means that you're qualified and that you're a helper. You're a part of this. <laughs> and so wow. when we take that approach, we see that there is no need for anybody to be offended because actually I'm highlighting your strength and I am telling you how important you are to me. I was, we have two high school interns that are uh, in the lobby listening to us and I wish they had a little button so they could chime in about how that would go over <laughs> in their high school. But... Um, well, you know, I, I think it's interesting, you know, because like with my son, my oldest son will say, hold the door for your sister. And he'll say, well, she can do it herself. Mm-hmm. Well, we, well, yeah, we know that. Yeah. But we want you to open a door and to learn just how to care for your sister. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, and eventually she, your wife. She'll exactly. Right. Yeah, because we're, 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 cause we're, we're modeling, you know, That's one right. day. If we don't show it early, then how, where are they going to learn it? You know, yeah, that's that's training up a child in the way they should exactly. Go. That's that's very much it. And it's interesting. I get a call. We've got uh, uh, partnerships out at TCC. TCC is now a kindness zone. That college has embraced it, and they have efforts underway where they're helping the community. Uh, but I I, I I shared at our award ceremony. We have an award ceremony that we're doing now each year. Uh, that I got a call from one of the professors at uh, the largest campus here in our city. Uh-huh. And I uh, sat down with her, and she had heard about the program, had been reading some of the articles, and contacted the city. Uh, and the city <clears throat> passed her on to me, and, and uh, she said, is anything being done here on this, this campus? We very much need this. And uh, I began to ask, I said, well, how'd you hear about us? And she told me the story. And she went on to tell me that she had been getting bullied. I said, you've been getting bullied? I said, you mean by your your students? She said, no, by coworkers, by other professors. She says, this is a horrible place to work. Oh, gosh. Oh, no. It's toxic. The people here are terrible. So it doesn't just go away. No. They grow up with it. Yeah. Right. If, right. If, if, if you don't get this in them early, and it, and it may take time to bear fruit, but they just get older, and it gets and worse. Meaner. And meaner. Mm-hmm. And le- have less accountability. Well, and there's, and there's nothing worse than a jerk <laughs> with a degree. Wow. There's, there's nothing worse than that. And so, with people under him. <laughs> Or yeah. her. And yeah. the people that are under as a result. Mm-hmm. And that, that passes right on down. Yeah. So uh, we have school shootings taking place. Businesses are being shot up. Mm-hmm. This, this word is, is missing from our vocabulary and our practice. I think we're starting to realize that it holds a lot more weight than any of us really thought. Yeah. Let me yeah. ask, what, what do we tell our kids when we're not when we're seeing some prominent what should be role models mm. not exercise kindness and in, in any level it could be in the in classroom you know it could be you know just out societies 
Yeah, and I think that when we are looking at role models, we're defining it probably in the athletics or the, um, it could be the clown or it could be the leader in class. And so it's the people that we look up to for whatever yes. reason. And so when we see somebody that is not being kind, we go back to that emotional social learning that they are probably not practicing the character. And when we see somebody like that, what we tell our kids is, you know, this person in that position could be doing so much more. Or what will happen mm. if so-and-so will ask Julie how she's feeling? And so we kind of make them imagine, what if that person would do this so that they can make their own assessment? That's not what he is doing. And so in most cases, when talking to kids, their brain is developing. So you wanna have them look for that question. Like if we tell them, it's just mom telling me and they're gonna forget. The things that we process are the things that we remember. So in a say, and instead of saying, I don't want you to do what Ricky did, no, what do you think about what Ricky did? Mm, what do you think that's, that's coming good. from? Do you think that that was helpful to Lucy? And so one that the kid is giving their opinion, yeah, do you think that that would be something that could change? How would you change it? If you were Ricky, what would you do? And so, so this good. is a conversation that is making the kid's brain come with their own answer, his own story, his imagination is seeing the scenario and he's replaying, now he's the superhero, he's involved. And remember that imagination is a full bloom until they get to about 12, right? And so we wanna take advantage of that natural plasticity that the brain has to mold and shape. And we wanna use this so that they exercise the brain muscle by looking at what is not right and ask them if they don't have the right answer, then you can come in and you say, what about if instead, and then you provide the accurate example if the kid doesn't have it. But in most cases, they're going to have it. Because remember, from the way that I do counseling, from that faith perspective, we were designed, we came with it. So we have it inside we just need to develop it so how do we balance raising kind and compassionate kids but also teaching them to not be doormats or have people run over them Ooh. well I think that dr. Peaks will agree with me the model that is used for us to kind of gauge kindness it says love your neighbor as yourself yourself, yourself. So when we're teaching kindness, we're teaching you're not going to be a doormat. You got to love yourself. You got to take care of yourself. You got to respect mm. yourself. You are this wonderful creature in the image of God. So when we're looking at that, we know that being kind is also putting a stop to something that is not right. That's good. And then it encourages to speak the truth in love. So being kind may be saying that thing that we're not supposed to, that, that they no, don't want to hear. But when we're teaching our kids, we go for that reference. Love your neighbor as yourself. The golden rule that you mentioned <coughs> earlier, treat others as you want to be treated. And so that is kind of like the guidance that it takes us to have kind people without being disrespectful to themselves by allowing people to walk all over them. And as we're working with the police, the police are very much a part of this, oddly enough. Uh, we think of the police, we think of weapons, we think of guns, tasers. Well, kindness is also a weapon. Mm -hmm. Okay, it's a, it's a preemptive strike weapon. And the police are being armed with that here in Arlington. We've got a slogan that's going across the city now, Arlington armed with kindness. Yeah. And we're seeking to get every citizen armed. Uh, but the police are realizing that community policing goes a long way and, and uh, helps to prevent crime. Kindness, uh, 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 I love our police chief, Will Johnson. We've become great friends. 
uh, he, he understands this thing as well. So they're not just learning how to, how to shoot at the, at the um, uh, rifle ranges. Uh, they're, they're being taught the, the value of this as well. And so Parks Mall has, has come along and said, we don't just want the stickers now at Parks Mall. We want them across the city. We're going to purchase them for the whole police department. Wow. And so they're not just uh, looking to pull people over to give them tickets for doing something wrong. Nice. Uh, they're now looking for the kids that are doing things right. Yeah. Uh, because once again, this, this is a, it is a cru- crucial piece to any community. Oh, yeah. It breaks yes. down barriers. It builds trust. Uh, Indeed. You know, and and that's just what's happening for them. It's building trust for them. As our police, too, are also, they, they do an incredible amount of community service. Uh, even, even when they're not on schedule, these guys are doing some tremendous things for the citizens of, of Arlington. And it's building that trust. It's building that communication. And then uh, when, when others are seeing crimes take place, they gladly get a hold of the police and say, hey, this, this just happened. This is the person that did it. And, and we're, we're, we're shutting some things down on the perimeter as a result. Man, I sure wish we had another hour. I know. <laughs> I'm, I'm looking through my notes here and I'm like, oh, one more question. I, which one do I choose? Um, can I share this with you quickly? Yeah, though? sure. We uh, just came out of our second award ceremony where uh, we selected four high schoolers. The earlier uh, programs of going into schools has just been restricted to elementary and junior high. And um, the, the approach to high schoolers has to be a little different. Mm. Uh, so we select four high schoolers through um, AISD headquarters. Uh, we bring them down to City Hall. And uh, we stand them up in front of the city and uh, uh, look to talk about their accomplishments. Uh, media's there. Uh, the, the auditorium was almost full this year. It was tremendous. And we gave them each $1,000 scholarships wow. for, right. for college. Uh, we're also now we've just added other citizens in the community that are doing things as well. And we've honored them with, with trophies uh, for their acts of kindness as well. And uh, it was it was just a tremendous a tremendous event. Yeah, and we recognize our partners too. So if somebody in your listening audience wants to partner with us, we also recognize our partners. We have people that come alongside and work with us and display the sign and says, um, "Kindness is welcome here." So there is different ways that the community can get involved in a proactive way that is just more looking. What can I do? And there, we have a list of things that they can do. Start by going to a website Mm -hmm. and reporting an act of kindness because remember that kindness has a domino effect when you do it you feel good the person that receives it feel good but the person that hears about it that witnesses also feels good so if you do something we encourage you to go ahead and report it so that we can do that oh and here's the website thank you Dr. (laughs) (laughs) he said that our website is I don't have my glasses arlington-tx.gov slash crc I'll give that again arlington-tx.gov gov slash crc and you can go in report an act of kindness that you've committed or that you've witnessed Mm -hmm. we want to bring attention to that can i do that if i live in cincinnati well well sure uh (laughs) we just uh we just just won't won't recognize you but sure sure 
right. we'll be happy Welcome about that it. anywhere. No, we have people that are listening all over the nation and all mm. over the world. And I yes. hope that they go to your website and get some ideas about how to spread kindness and spread kindness in their communities and spread yeah. kindness all over the world. We will also have that information on our website, schooldaysshow.com. Now, I think to wrap it up, babe, I think you got to go back to the song. The kindness song? Yeah. Ephesians oh, 4.32. Yeah, hit it, babe. No, I need to lower the key because, you know, and I'm not warmed up. <laughs> <laughs> the world is waiting babe i don't think they are because unfortunately we're out of time so thank you so much for uh joining us you guys gave us some great tips and um we had some questions online that um we'll we'll be able to address um, a little bit later we'll share them with you and then give that information out but as always we want to end by letting you guys know what's happening with noggin so what's happening with noggin coaching dave so, um, as we hit, uh, as I say, as we hit the 4th of July, um, that's the, that's the slash mark where kids are feel free and, and, and I don't teachers feel free, but then once you hit, once you cross over the 4th of July mark, then you start feeling school getting closer and closer. Um, this is a great time to be proactive in getting ready for the school year, um, and not waiting until you get the first progress report or the first report card to realize, oh, my, my child, um, needs help here. Uh, we can help to identify those areas where your child is struggling, areas from the previous school year where they need help, getting ready for the SAT, for the ACT, um, um, getting a jump start so that things are not a surprise when school hits. Uh, so this is a great time to reach out to us. Uh, you can reach out to me at info at noggin, that's N-O-G-G-I-N, education.com. And today through August 4th, Noggin Educational Foundation is having the hashtag bought a backpack challenge. So each summer we collect brand new backpacks for the students who participate in our summer math and reading program and as well as local children in need uh, throughout the Metroplex. So we challenge you to take the hashtag bought a backpack social media challenge and it's easy. Just buy a backpack, take a picture with your backpack and post the picture on social media and tag a few friends to do the same. That's the important part because we want to spread the love so if you're not in the dfw area but you have amazon prime you can donate by ordering from our wish list so for more information head to nogginfoundation.org that's n-o-g-g-i-n so david what's happening next week so next week we'll sit down with nicole franks who is an educator and director of diversity at al alquin 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 school in dallas texas nicole will talk about talk to us about teaching kids uh, to value differences and diversity um, and have positive interactions and to reduce unhealthy biases yeah we look forward to that one yes. that's going to be great as always head to our website schooldaysshow.com for more information and remember you don't ever have to miss ever. a show find us on spotify apple Podcasts, google play music and pretty much anywhere that you listen to your favorite podcast and don't forget to follow us on facebook instagram and twitter at noggin foundation that's n-o-g-g-i-n and do you youtube you can find episodes of School Days and other videos featuring the fun educational programs we offer through our foundation on our YouTube channel. So all you have to do is search for Noggin Educational Foundation. And last but not least, we always want to end our program by saying that David and I are parenting by grace. We depend on God to give us the wisdom and strength we need to raise our kids into flourishing adults. And if you'd like to know more about that, email us at info at schooldaysshow.com. Have a great week.
School Dazed is sponsored by Noggin Educational Foundation. At Noggin, we provide free educational resources to students from low-income families and support to their parents like the preceding broadcast. School Days is made possible by the generosity of listeners just like you. Please consider donating to Noggin at Noggin, N-O-G-G-I-N, foundation.org.